We did it. We did it. We we did it this time. It was so much. Yeah. Work. Tyler, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm so good. I feel I'm like so I good. I got I got my coffee in my mug with a J on it. See okay. that? I got my water I, and my. I mug. got my water. With oh man, we are so in just a regular glass. Hydrated. Yeah, we are. We that's. It, well, coffee dehydrates like, you. Look at those guys; they're hydrated. That's what. That's the goal. Coffee hydrates yeah. or dehydrates you, I believe, right? So you're. Oh, does it really? I, slightly. Like it doesn't dehydrate you as much as water hydrates you, so you should be fine. You're coming out ahead. Uh, okay, good. You just. I'm confusing. I'm confusing my body a little bit. My body's like, oh, I'm thirsty. Oh no, never mind. I'm good. Yeah, it's good. It's good to keep it. Keep Keep your on you on your toes, your body on your your body on your toes, which ironically they are. Your body is on your toes usually because mm. it's the way that we're built. That was weird. All right, right. intros. The toe bones connected to the <laughs> other bone. Um, yeah. So welcome everyone. This is here's the thing, uh, and this is the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. Tyler's drinking water. Mm. I'm drinking coffee Whoa. and water. Tyler's gurgling water. Um, it's a good day. Uh, we're going to talk about something cool. I have something to tell everyone, though, which they probably already know since they're listening to this episode. Ooh. We're on iTunes. Woo! Yeah, Tyler? We're on iTunes. We're on freaking iTunes. Can you edit in some celebratory music right there? Wah, 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 wah. I can probably add in, like, oh. a real air horn. Or just make it with Instead of the mouth. one I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been over a month. Mm. That we've been trying to get onto iTunes, and it's finally happened. We're here. Uh, we're gonna make ourselves at home here on the old iTunes. Um, so yeah, we our journey uh, has brought us to this point. I was gonna say is complete, <laughs> but it's not complete. We have a long way to go, but we have gotten to iTunes, which was the destination we were trying to reach, and now we are going to infect iTunes with our special brand of crazy. Yeah. And everybody everywhere is going to hear all the things. All the things. Well, not yeah. if they want. No, they're going to hear it. Okay. Whether they want yeah. to or not. Right. Exactly. I so like um, that's the, that's uh, what's happening with the things. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, about all, that's about all I was going to say at the beginning of this. Yeah. No, it's a big deal. It's exciting. It's all, all I right, thought about. Good. Good podcast. Yep, it was a good one. We'll be back next week. Good announcement. This All one's right. going to be called Here's the Thing About We're on iTunes. Goodbye. Right. See you later. Um, no, we're we're going to talk uh, some Star Wars today. Oh, man. I'm so oh. excited. Actually, in in preparation, I'm oh, wearing my Darth Vader. Oh, I didn't even think. Nice. That's, I love that shirt. I didn't even think. My to... Darth Vader Yo Soy Tu Padre shirt. Bilingual yeah. people will get it. Yo Soy Tu Padre. Well, um, not all bilingual people, but if they are, if one of those Spanish. languages happens to be <laughs> Spanish, and one of those languages happens to be English, <laughs> they just will like, get if it. If you're bilingual, you'll get it. Just, just that certain type of bilingual. <laughs> if people. you know English and German, you'll get it. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, if you uh, know German and Japanese, you'll get it. Uh, but yeah, my array of Star Wars shirts are all upstairs, and here I am just wearing my FOMO shirt. Because I do, Your I do have dumb FOMO shirt. I do have a fear of missing out, and yet for this podcast, I should have. There it is. I missed out. You missed I'm upset. Out. I missed out on the you opportunity to wear my 
mini, one of my mini nerdy well, Star the good Wars. thing here is that people can't see us. Mm, true. And so, so it's a new point. doesn't matter. In a few you know what? minutes, I am you wearing can, my Star Wars shirt. As a there, I was just gonna say, in a few minutes, you can lie and say you switched to your Star Wars shirt, Dang and nobody it. would know the difference. Yeah. And I'll edit this part out, and then they'll just think Tyler's dedicated, and he switched to his Star Wars shirt. Yeah. I didn't. I'm not gonna edit. I that know out. you're not. Spoiler I'm alert! <laughs> I didn't edit it out. <laughs> didn't do it. Um. So we we didn't do. Any research? No. Before before starting this podcast. Well, in all fairness, I if you want to count research as watching the Star Wars films, I've done a lot of research in the last twenty six oh. years. Yeah, I did a lot of research as an eight year old. Yeah, um, that's when I did most of my onward. research. Yeah, right around yeah. that time. Yeah, I would. So, like in the summertime, you know, my I had three older sisters, and. Uh, I would have lots of free time to myself in the summertime because I we lived very far away from neighbors, so I didn't have neighborhood kids to play with. You lived? Uh, uh, you live far, far away. <laughs> far, in a land far, far away, a uh, long time ago, um, and so I didn't really have a ton else to do. It was either go outside and play by myself or stay inside and watch uh, VHS TV recorded movies. Um, and so there would be days where I'd be like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm gonna watch. All three Star Wars movies, all in a day. And I would feel very accomplished when I would do it. So I'd get yeah. up early, I'd start with A New Hope, move on to Empire Strikes Back, which is without a doubt the best Star sure. Wars movie yep. ever. Uh, move on to Return of the Jedi, and I would feel like I did something with my day as a young young lad. Yeah. So, yeah, so we've done that research. Um, and I think also, in all fairness, we have both pulled up a couple articles uh, right before the podcast with uh, some facts about Star Wars. But that's about all the research we did. Yeah, they're just little jumping off points, but honestly, I've not even read through them yet. But I thought it would I be read, fun with our listeners. Yeah, you haven't either, right? I read the first two on my list, and they're dumb, so I'm not even going to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> We're off to it. Like, it's about George start, Lucas's then. inspiration. Don't like them. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, no. no, there's some um, there's some decent little tidbits I'm sure that are floating around we can bring up and we can talk about our personal take on Star Wars. But I think what it really comes down to is um, the did, wait. Did you introduce us yet? Did you tell people? No, I didn't. I'm so bad at this. It's still. okay. No, we'll get it's better. Fine. This is only the something episode. Is this the fifth episode? It Fourth. Is. We did. Here's the thing about us. Here's the thing about. Bad haircuts and terrible childhood decisions. We did. Here's the thing about stress. Stress. This is the. F- this is number four. I feel like I feel like we had four already. Yeah, I feel like this I'm is number. One. I feel like this is number five. Here's the thing about. Wow, how are we? I, do- this only I don't remember. No wonder we listen to those other guys and they like can't remember if they've even podcasted something. And right, I'm like, dude, it's only been a year. How do you not so remember? Like, did we do one on? Uh... I can tell you right now. I've judged. This is this is fantastic audio. I know for all the people listening. Um, let's see your profile. <laughs> um, there's definitely four. Uh, da, 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 da. I want to believe there's dedicated listeners out there that are like, you've done four. It's this, 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 and this. Just yeah, like... I okay. So I'm looking at my profile. <laughs> I can't see it right now, but I know that we've done four. So this is number five. This is number five. Four would have been cool because it'd be what the fourth. 
which sounds right. like the fourth, and it would have been appropriate. Right. But I think. But this is the fifth, which sounds like Sith. Oh snap! Ah, saved it. Saved it. All right. Still so maybe we should there. start. Maybe we should start by introducing ourselves because I still haven't done that. Yeah, let's. We do got. That. We got. Uh, caught up in the how many episodes thing. So um, you are Tyler. I am still. I am Josh. This is Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. And today the thing is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's our intro. Um, so maybe we should start, also start the podcast by talking about the story of Star Wars to this point. Yeah, so here's the thing about Star Wars. Um, I don't want there to be listeners who are not Star Wars fans who are turned off by the fact that this is a podcast about Star Wars. If anything, it'd be great, especially like in this world of with, Steve, with Star Wars rebounding here in recent days with all these movies coming out and we've got right. Rogue One coming in December, obviously Force Awakens happened last December and we've got May coming, I'm sorry, Episode 8 coming next May. So we're like in the middle, we're in the thick of it again, just like people back in the 70s and 80s got to experience it, which is really cool. That mm. said, you know, I understand there are going to be people who weren't fans of the original Star Wars, who don't care about the existing movies, A, or B, I've met a lot of people, I don't know if you have, who weren't fans of the original Star Wars, but say they saw The Force Awakens, and they really like it, and they plan on seeing future Star Wars movies. But they have no desire at, to see past Star Wars I'm in a relationship movies. with a person like that. Ah, so you've met at least one. I have. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I would like this episode, and I think you agree, to cater to kind of all walks, because it's going to be very general, kind of cater to all walks of uh, whether you're a hardcore, diehard Star Wars fan, or if you're just interested in hearing a little bit more about the franchise, because you're slightly interested in what's happening with Star Wars in 2016. Yeah, and I will say this. Uh, At times, we will sound like we are Star Wars apologists, and that is because we are huge fans, (laughs) but we will try to keep that to a minimum. (laughs) We will try. For those of you who can't see, which is all of you, Josh is pointing at himself the entire time. Yes. So, but not to say... When I say we, I mean I, (laughs) but also Not to say I won't be guilty of that, but for me, I'm just excited to talk about Star Wars. I always am. So, okay. Um, What do you think, man? I mean... You talked about a little bit about Star Wars, like in your personal life. For me, I, honestly, my dad—I never even had the original VHSs. My dad recorded them on TV, like back. Well, in... that's that's what I was saying. We we recorded them off of TV. Okay, yeah. So maybe that was just yeah. the thing. So we—that's uh, what I had, and I think my dad edited out the commercials though, because I don't remember having to fast forward commercials, which was, or maybe oh, they we definitely commercials. had commercials. Yeah, maybe there we definitely had commercials, which to me that. was also. I loved having those commercials because it was a cool little snapshot of the world at that time. Right, yeah, that's cool. And these these movies were slightly before my time and also slightly during my time. Um, and I was born in 86, and the first one, I think, came out... 77. See, we didn't do any research. 77, there you go. Um, and then Empire Strikes Back came out... 81? I want to say 80. 80? 80 and 83, I think, were... I think it was in the three-year segments. 
Ah, okay. So all of them were before my time then. Um, but like right before my time, I was born in yeah. '86. Well, you were still like so, you were born in the hype of it all. Still, you were born right. So I um, and I remember like I would I had some Star Wars shirts when I was a, a little little boy. And uh, but watching the commercials off of the TV recorded movies, like my favorites, and they don't do these commercials anymore. And I wish they did. And I don't know why they're my favorites. My favorites, but um, they were my favorites. They were the Hoover commercials where the guy would be like, um, something interesting about this vacuum and you should buy it. And you're like, oh, boring. And then they would drop all of the dirt from the ceiling onto everything. And the guy would be like, watch. And he would take the attachment from the vacuum and he would vacuum off the lampshade. And it'd be a perfectly clean strip on the lampshade. <laughs> and there was dirt everywhere else. And I'm like, man, that's so freaking cool. And I don't know why I thought that was so cool. That and the big red commercials would be on there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, I remember, that's uh, just a whole other. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I've got a lot of old vhs stuff that my dad had recorded and i remember like some of the commercials i, re- I remember a lot of like kid stuff like cheerios mm, like mm-hmm. in those days like 70s and 80s like you know what i'm saying like and it was always yeah. so cheesy like some of them were pretty entertaining like they could still like they would hold up like some of them they yeah. probably could air today in higher definition like those... and you would they would sell it other than bad hair <laughs> hairstyles well but... <laughs> uh those um some people still have those hairstyles they do uh They're coming back like those life, those life commercials, and it's like, give it to Billy, he'll eat anything. Yeah, I think it was exactly. Billy. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, good Incidentally. Times. But yeah, so that was part of the Billy. experience was, you know, the old VHS. Now having them on Blu-ray, it's like it's not as magical from a nostalgia standpoint. But it, yeah, is there any part of you that misses adjusting tracking and stuff? Yeah, we talked about. Hey, was yeah. that? No, no, we talked about that in one of our podcasts. But yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know that I TV missed... versus movies. That was the other one. TV versus movies. There's wow, how the did we miss that? That was a fun one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the uh, no, I don't know that I miss. I don't know that I miss it. Like I don't think I'd want to do it. If I said yes, and then I was sitting on the couch later tonight and had to get up and adjust tracking, I'd be so upset at myself for saying yeah. yes. But I well, do... the the cool VCRs, you could adjust the tracking from with the, the remote, remote yeah, so by using didn't... the channel up and down buttons. Yeah, we didn't have that. No. Um, yeah. It uh, yeah, it was a good it was a good time. But that was part of this cool thing with Star Wars is it, for a lot of people. And I was born late '80s. I mean, I was born three years after you. But still, um, it was the principle of um, the. It was just part of that era, that cool '80s '90s era. And even if if somebody's listening to this and they're born in the 2000s, it, you know, it's not. We're not judging you for not being there in the in the '80s or even in the early '90s, but. There were some cool yeah. little things in, and, and you'll be able to say the same thing in another, you know, 15, 20 years about your early 2000 era. But um, yeah. there was something magical about Star Wars because of the time that it was in for us, you know, for just, just being the age we are, the the, mm. ma- the millennials, as we are so often referred to these days. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it was uh, – that, that was part of the experience was, was that. But the storyline – of Star Wars was supposed to be a failure. I know that every, I think a lot of people know that. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be a hit. Right. When George Lucas finally created the movie, there's a lot of backstory, but and and I'm sure we won't go into all that, but it just wasn't supposed to take off. And um the first fact I have on that BuzzFeed article here is Alex Guinness actually said that um, yeah. it was, you might be seeing this too somewhere on there, but his exact words. No, I've, words, I've read this before. His exact, his exact words, and I'll show you quotes, is 
that it's wait where's where's my camera can you i don't know if you can see that but it, the first oh, one yeah now i see it it says fairy tale rubbish is what he yeah called it. i've i've read that before he hated it the fairy, whole time fairy tale rubbish fairy tale fairy tale rubbish I you had it good the first time the first one was good oh was it really okay cool yeah oh, all right edit out the second one um right. but yeah so i thought it was funny like he and he also uh negotiated to do the movie he negotiated a two percent of the gross box office receipts which earned him 95 million dollars so yeah. it's like you know you want to be hated like, you know that he hated those movies so much <laughs> for so long yeah until he, and... got, until he got a check for 95 million dollars for the first one and he was like <laughs> well he still hated them the whole like the whole time he was doing them he hated them we're talking about alec guinness though the british actor who was in like some crazy big movies like yeah, he considered he himself i think a a better actor than Star Wars, but like he was in Lawrence of Arabia and he was on Bridge on the River Kwai and he was in um like some really epic like World War Two, you know, movies and, and yet his biggest movie at the end of his career, whether he likes it or not, was Star Wars A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, I think I think a lot of the reason that he took the job on Star Wars, even though he said it was fairy tale rubbish. Uh, and I sounded more like a leprechaun than I did Alec Guinness. Um, is he wasn't? He was like older. He wasn't getting a lot, probably, of acting offers uh, at the time. And sure, so, yeah, yeah his, you know, his, um, his prime was behind him, or so he thought. I'm sure. So he was like, oh, I'll right. pick up this gig. I'll negotiate a deal where I get the you know two percent of the receipts. Maybe pick it up, pick up an extra hundred k, retire some retirement if, money. If you watch <laughs> it with this knowledge, like if you if you find this out like you read this and you're like oh that's interesting and then you go back and watch the movies you can sort of tell you're like when he, he's like he acting his scenes he's, he's like just, he's mailing it all in he's thinking about his the lines. golf course right now yep. he's just watching his he's looking you can actually see like in the background he's checking his watch to see <laughs> if he's gonna make his tea time <laughs> but oh, uh man. no that's really i i, I knew that but it was funny to read it again i didn't know about him getting 95 million dollars off of negotiating two percent, like I'm, the, I'm sure nobody saw that coming. Are you still thinking about Alec Guinness checking his watch? Checking his watch. <laughs> Just checking his watch and being like, oh, oh, "This is this fairy tale rubbish." Look at a two thirty-two oh, time. Oh man, let's wrap it up, Mark. That was, that was Donald Trump, what I just did. I need to stop. Oh uh, yeah, like, I know it's it's, it's, it's turning into so many other people. This movie's gonna be huge. <laughs> this no, movie just, is so dumb. Just kidding. It's very oh, so rubbish. Oh man. Yeah, like just just the thought of him like hating it the whole time. And then like they kill him off in the first movie. Spoiler alert. They kill him off in the first movie and he's like, Yes, I'm done. And they're like, nah, you gotta come back as a force ghost and you know, yeah. so he's like, like, Man, thought I was done with this. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure, anyway. I'm sure he uh again after he <laughs> After he made his ninety-five million, I'm sure he was okay with doing a voiceover on the. Yeah, he had to do yeah. some live acting in in, because like they still have him as a Force ghost in. It's just at that, least yeah at yeah. least Return of the Jedi and oh and Empire, and Empire Strikes, Strikes Back because he's back. on Dagobah yeah. yeah, but it's just a brief scene. Well, it's in the re- yeah 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 and, and Empire he definitely did a lot more because there was the. Uh... Yeah no yeah. Yeah. Anyways, enough about him. Um, it's like that scene by the by the X wing. Yeah. No, he ended up talking about Alec Guinness. For... <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, he you know he kind of kicks it off because there's no yeah. he's the, he if you think about it he's the first he's the Jedi. connection 
he's yeah, the first he's Jedi the connection to the whole thing. that you even meet. And yeah, and, and he's the only character that is in, well, I don't know, I wouldn't say he's the only character that's in every movie, but, and it may be true, but he's definitely the only character that's relevant in every movie. You mean Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's referenced in every, um, you know, he's like, the, if you really think about it, he's the heart of it all, which is why I think the Kenobi bloodline is going to be relevant in The Force Awakens. Man, I, I know, really I know, I know. That's a whole other conversation. We're Wait, we're talk. we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm so, just saying it's it's a thing. Okay, so um, the other thing along those lines with Kenobi is, or Alec Guinness rather, is Harrison Ford. Do you know how much he was yeah. paid for his performance on A New Hope? I don't know how much he got paid, but I also know that he was another person that hated these movies. He did up until up until right before The Force Awakens released true <laughs> okay um, uh, well that's when he made it known it was probably another one of those things where he just he, he he was in denial for a long time but okay he made Harrison Ford made in total ten thousand dollars for filming a new hope is that just the one just the one he only made ten thousand dollars Alec Guinness I don't know what he made up front but again he pocketed 95 million on the residuals from the gross from the box office receipts Harrison Ford and his negotiations and all finished with $10,000. Dude, think about that. So uh, also along those lines with, with him, and I think probably because the reason that he did not get paid a lot of money, he got cast as Han Solo on accident. They never intended to even have him read for that part. Really? He had a, yeah, he had had like a very, very small role in Lucas's American Graffiti. Right. Um, and so he was like around the studio and they had only brought him in to feed lines to people reading for other parts. And, um, so Lucas and I think, um, the guy that was casting for, uh, Carrie, the original Carrie movie, De Palma, um, they were, they were casting at the same time, Brian De Palma. And, uh, so they were looking for like unknown faces and whatever. So they brought in, they weren't trying to cast Harrison Ford, but they brought him in to feed lines to other people for casting. And Lucas loved his delivery of Han Solo's lines so much that he was like, Hey, you should just be in this movie. And he was like, whatever, I'm a new actor, you know? And so he took the role and then ended up hating Star Wars again, because he didn't want that to be his defining he hated that Star Wars was the thing he ended up being known for because he yeah. wanted it, I think, to be Indiana Jones. Um, Sorry. But th- so that's probably why he didn't get paid a lot of money for that. It's movie. interesting, yeah. So that's a fun Oh, thing. and it, I... Sorry, I also read he hated Her- he hated Han Solo's character. Yeah, That was I the did. other reason he hated these movies. He didn't, like, seen, he, he thought Han Solo was a terrible person. He, like, he had a horrible time trying to identify with this character because he was a terrible person and just cared about himself and whatever. Sure. So he didn't like the character he was playing either. Yeah. which I think lent to it. And that would be hard. It would be hard to to play in you know, he a did bunch it of movies as a character. So well like. though. He did. It was it, so... it was basically like I don't know if he would like people to say this, but it was basically Harrison Ford. Like, it was. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the irony of it all, but I think his character was probably one of the best delivered in the original trilogy. Oh yeah. Um he he sold his character and again, probably because it was most like his actual personality. Harrison Ford sold his character as Han Solo, I think better than anybody else did, and not that they were horrible actors, but you know, it was, it was. That's why people today that watch the original movie think it's kind of cheesy, even if they enjoy it. 
the story or whatever. They think it's kind of cheesy, but it's because the acting isn't great. I mean, once you get to once by the time you hit Return of the Jedi and you hit your stride, or they hit their stride rather, you're like, all right, now yeah, these guys are they're killing it. This is good, but especially when Luke gets all grown up and dramatic when he comes into Jabba's palace, kind of changes yeah. his whole. That's pretty cool. Like I used to love yeah. that moment because it was so much change between his like like nerdy kid self and then he turns into right. like this bad a jedi who's but uh anyways um but yeah the other uh the other thing uh going back to episode four is i think harrison ford because he had that chip on his shoulder i think it sold his character that's what helped sell yeah. his character which is pretty yeah that's pretty ironic great. And again, it's like Alec Guinness. Like when you know it and you watch it, you're like, oh yeah, he's. You think he's just miserable because he's just Han Solo. He owes a lot of money. Everybody's after yeah. him. Really, he's just Harrison Ford, who's just miserable. And the cameras are yeah. rolling, and he's saying lines. Yeah. And he's just being pissed. And knowing that's how he got the role makes even more sense because he's yeah. like, ah, he, um, Jabba's after me. You know, he's just reading lines, and Lucas is like, that's exactly how I want that line read. Yeah. So you should do and it. Like essentially that's the movie that made his career i feel it is so he can't hit he it can't fight he can't fight it but so much yeah. not that he wouldn't so, have done well with just indiana jones because that's a great trilogy but indiana well, there's jones, argument that he wouldn't have gotten that he wouldn't have gone on to do those if he hadn't done a new hope yeah no i i agree i mean i but lucas did have i mean he had a relationship with him before you don't think he would have yeah. casted him though i don't know it's it's because like indiana jones and han solo are very similar characters yeah and so i don't know I, I don't know that lucas would have been like i know a guy that could do this well i watched done them. those movies were interchangeable for me when i was a kid and um yeah. like i would watch them or i'd watch one and then the other and then i'd watch star wars and then raiders of the lost ark and then empire strikes back and then and temple of doom <laughs> you're like, like i bet these are these are in the same universe yeah this like crazy. i would i would really stuff i would really as a kid especially like it was the same you know how it is when you're eight nine ten years old like you don't know Harrison Ford. You just know Indiana Jones and, and Han Solo. So I yeah. remember the confusion I had thinking, like, this man does everything. Like, this guy is so cool yeah. that he's this, like, this archaeologist with a whip that can – a magical whip that can do everything. And then you've got, <laughs> like, the guy who's got a – It's a magical whip. <laughs> the magical I like whip. That. I like that take on Indiana Jones. Uh, man, you know what that makes me think of? Um, How I Met Your Mother, when Marshall buys Ted the whip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not good enough! Not good enough! No, but the episode when he first gets it, he's like, you know what we should do? He's like, go in the alley and whip stuff. We should whip totally stuff. go in the alley and whip <laughs> stuff. And he's like, all right, like, get ready. I'm going to whip you. <laughs> and then, like, Ted does it. And then the next yeah. scene, Marshall's holding his face. And he's like, it's just, the whip's not a toy, Ted. He's like, I mean, it's not a toy, Ted. Come on. <laughs> so great. Uh, all right. I digress. Great scene. Did I did I ever tell you my little theory? Speaking of seeing Han Solo, Han Solo, Harrison Ford do the roles in all of these movies. My little theory about the people that lived inside VCRs. No. <laughs> All right, so my theory as a young child, because you would put in a VHS tape, right? Sure. And it would yeah. be labeled, and you'd put it in your VCR, and it would play the movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so my theory was, that was just to tell, so my theory was, there was a bunch of little people <laughs> living inside of your VCR, right? And they would act out on the TV whatever movie you put in on the VCR. So they had to know the story of the movie. Oh, that's so awesome. And like all the set pieces. <laughs> and then like when you would put in the movie, that was basically just and nobody was supposed to know this, but I had it figured out. So putting in the movie was just 
like the label would tell them that was just to tell them which movie they were acting out. And so then they would go and like get all the, co- they'd like rush around and get all the costumes and like, then they would have to act out this movie and like deliver these lines. And that was why I thought that was why there was the same people in like all these different movies. <laughs> I'm like, well, there can only fit so many people inside of this VCR. Oh, so many little people. That. Like I was, it was a very so, like, practical so, yet like, outlandish. So theory. like if you took off, if you, if you took out star Wars, and you put in Indiana Jones, like you just pictured, like Harrison Ford as an actor, is like inside, like yeah. cha- doing his wardrobe change. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, come, come on, man, you're not giving me a break." And he's like, "Got to do the next one," you know. Uh, oh, that's man. pretty. Funny. So, and then I, because so because I thought that I used to look for little differences in like the performance each time. Like I'd like I'd try and catch him making a mistake, and I'd be like, "I know it's supposed to come like, next." It's a Broadway but, show. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Man, I was I was a oh, weird dumb man. little kid. No, that's fine. so. That's that let's my let's digress kid. a little bit because we let's make it clear for anybody that's not super big Star Wars fans, we're talking about Episode Four as the first movie, and it is, and it's confusing, and we'll tell you why. Episode four, five, and six. George Lucas had always planned this. He says as a nine-story thing. Um, and so episodes four, five, and six were the ones that came out first, the middle three. And so it starts out with Luke Skywalker meeting Obi-Wan Kenobi and finding all this stuff out about his father and like his journey as a Jedi. And so that's like the first three movies, which were episodes four, five, and six. George Lucas then went back years later and made the prequel trilogy, episodes one, two, and three, a Phantom Menace, uh, Clone Wars, Clone Wars. And Revenge of the Sith, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we're getting the uh, sequel eight, trilogy, yeah. I guess you would call it. Seven, eight, and nine. Um, the first one being Force Awakens. I don't think we've gotten a title for episode eight yet, have we? Uh, I don't think so. They're just calling it episode eight, I think. Yeah, that I know of. Anyway, so um, episodes four, five, and six were the first three movies. Um and then they went back later and made prequel movies. So it's a little confusing. Um, so <laughs> the, the story is basically of 4, 5, and 6. Luke, the main character, uh, is living on this desert planet uh, as a moisture farmer. His uncle is a moisture farmer. He lives with his uncle and aunt. And... The un, like he knows about it, but it's been distant so far. There's an empire um, that has to do with the like the trade federation and everything, and they've basically they're ta- they're this huge entity taking over the I galaxy. Gotta I got to comment on yes. something because he yes. lives with his aunt and uncle, right? Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed what Aunt Beru is wearing? Okay, Google Google so. search right now. Like you have to do this. Look up Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru, or I don't know how you spell Baru. I'm not sure. Maybe I think it's I think it's with a B. I think. Um, Let's see. Uh, Uncle Owen, and um, so what it is that's so funny about that? So in the Star Wars era, even if you're not a big Star Wars fan, you know they wear a lot of like old rust, like they wear like robes a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff that's very dated. If it's not a robe with a belt, it's like an old tunicky looking shirt or whatever. You know, um, I have, I feel like I have noticed this before. Like, what she's wearing is super 70s. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like she just showed up on set and just forgot to put on her robe. And yeah. Just like... And they were like, all right, just get out there. We're on a time crunch. Just do it. <laughs> so, yeah, she's got, so like, this she... blouse on. 
She, it looks almost it looks almost leopard print. Her jacket's like this jean yep, denim she has a thing. Jean like on. <laughs> maybe a skirt or really loose bell bottom pants. So it's exactly what she would probably wear shopping. Like like just right. to the Oh old, no, it's like, a jumper. To the wall. It's a jumper underneath her jacket. Yeah, like yeah, she she was like out <laughs> running her daily errands and they just grabbed her at Walmart and they were like, Hey, uh, you have a kindly face. Just be in this movie for a few minutes. And she was like, Okay. Um yeah, I, I hadn't really. I like. I've thought about it before, but I haven't put a lot of thought into it. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was. I thought that was super funny that she's wearing an outfit that. So whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, you need to Google. You need to look that up. Yeah. Because it's every, very seventies. It does not fit the <clears throat> wardrobe. Luke. Yeah. Luke has a tunic on. Uncle Owen has a tunic on. Everybody else is wearing like you know very. Well, yeah. Like look at the details clothes. on her jean. Look at the details on her jean jacket. Like nobody. Like yeah, it's got like toggles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It's so great. <laughs> anyway, so that's a pretty uh, big. In my opinion, that would be considered a pretty big um, a plot hole. Plot hole, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. come on, no, nobody's nobody's um, wearing that. Yeah, that that fashion hadn't come to Tatooine yet. Uh, it was trending in other places, but Tatooine, yeah, had right, not Tatooine. So, um, so Luke's living there with his uncle and aunt, and they are moisture farmers because this is a desert planet. Um, and Luke knows about the resistance, the rebellion, not the resistance, the rebellion, uh, going on against the empire. Uh, and a bunch of his friends have gone off, uh, to the Academy to train as X-wing pilots to fight the empire. Luke is getting stuck behind because his uncle Owen, uh, would be left without anybody to help him work the farm. Um, and then long story short, disaster strikes, Luke's uncle and aunt get killed, because the Empire Stormtroopers are looking for a very important droid carrying plans for the Death Star. Uh, he finds Obi-Wan Kenobi along the way. Obi-Wan finds Han Solo, who is supposed to transport them and this droid, to uh, the princess so that she can get these plans so that the Rebellion can take down the Death Star. Uh, and so it goes from there to Empire Strikes Back. So they take down the Death Star in Empire Strikes Back. My favorite, favorite, favorite Star Wars movie. Um, things, the tide turns a little bit on the planet Hoth. The Empire Strikes Back and take out the, the Hoth base. Uh, it's a huge blow to the Rebellion. Everybody yeah. scatters. Luke goes to Dagobah to train with Yoda to be a Jedi. Uh, comes back and fights Darth Vader at the end of the movie. Darth Vader cuts his hand off after telling him that he is Luke's father. What? Spoiler. And then in Return of the Jedi, the Jedi returns. Yeah, he does. Right? Yeah, he does. These are very literal titles. This is nice and, what you're doing here. You're you're actually wrapping up the, the three, the big three. Yeah. And you're doing it pretty quickly. So Luke comes back uh, after Leia, uh, the princess... Um, the love interest of both Luke and Han, and that's weird, and we'll tell you why in a second. Um, she has been captured by this guy that Han Solo owns a lot, owes a lot of money to because he was a smuggler, and so Leia goes to rescue him. She gets captured, so now Han and Leia are both captured by Jabba. Luke comes Yay. back, rescues both of them. They go back to the too. Rebel base. It is a good scene. It's, it's probably my favorite Star Wars scene. Is With the, the Sarlacc pit and yep. Boba Fett yep. and all that yep. stuff. All of it. Favorite, um, favorite scene. So Luke rescues them. They go back to the rebel base. Uh, they f they have found out in the meantime that the Empire is building uh, Death Star 2.0. Uh, 
Um, and they think it's not yet operational. Spoiler alert, it's operational. And so they plan this huge uh, uh, thing. What, what are we going to call it? An attack, I guess. Um, on the, I could, for some reason, I couldn't think of that word. So they plan a huge attack uh, to take out the second Death Star. Um, it's successful. They blow it up. It looks like fireworks in the sky over Endor, which is a forest moon. Uh, and they celebrate, and Obi-Wan's Force Ghost come back. And depending on the version you watch, either Hayden Christensen's Force Ghost comes back as Darth Vader's you know, actual Anakin, Luke's father, or some random old guy that I don't know who he is. Nope. Comes back as Luke's father. Uh, and Yoda, uh, because Yoda died in Empire Strikes Back. But, Return of the Jedi. all that said, you sh- if you really should go watch it if you haven't, because it's great. It's so good. It's so <laughs> also, good. Also, but if they're listening to this, it's spoilers. And you may want if you should timestamp that it, spoilers really hit hard around 30 minutes. Because Listen, <laughs> I'm just going to say this. These movies have been out for... You've had 40 years. Over two decades. You've so, had 40 years. Listen, you, if you haven't seen them by now... Yeah. You know. Yeah, maybe, it's, yeah it's just They've fair. already been spoiled for It's people. fair. Well, I think when, when it comes to The Force Awakens, when we talk about that, it'll be a whole different thing, obviously, because we're living in the era of people that have right. not seen it but are, still want to get around to it. But you're right. This is such an old... Talking about Darth Vader being Luke's father, it's literally the biggest cinematic reveal in cinema history, I think. Yeah. There's really yeah. nothing bigger that was, like, there was really no bigger jaw-dropping aha moment. Have you seen the video on YouTube of the dad watching Empire Strikes yeah. Back with his daughter for the first time, and she's finding yeah. out that Darth Vader's Her mind Luke's just father. gets blown. Dude, yeah. that's such a great video. I'm going to totally do that to Harper. Like, I'm not going to tell her anything about Star Wars when she's old enough to comprehend we're going to just dive in and watch it, and it's going to be, yeah. that's going to be great. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. So that's the first three movies, and those are still, even even in light of The Force Awakens, I really like that movie, but even in light of that, I think those three movies are still the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Lots of practical effects. The effects were way ahead of their time for what yeah, they no. made. That's why it holds um, up. That's why it holds up. I mean, that's why there's so much of that space stuff is so... You can't even watch it now; it's unbearable. Like, or you watch yeah. it as a joke. Star Wars is—it's not even—it's not even close to joke status. Like, you watch it, and you get wrapped up in it's the story really good. Every time. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like you forget that you're watching practical effects, and like that's one of the reasons I think I liked it so much. Is even the aliens? You know, and back then they couldn't—they didn't have a lot of the CGI technology that they do now, and so they couldn't even—they couldn't even try to do that. But there was there's just so many practical effects, and like you know, Chewbacca. Uh, is like that's just a a big suit that a, a giant man is wearing, Peter Mayhew, and um, R two. There was a little man inside of that, uh, yeah, and I don't remember great. his name, and I apologize. And then like all the aliens and like all the all that stuff is just it's all practical effects. And then even like the lightsabers, um, I remember reading somewhere a long time ago. It was like these uh, special light bulbs like long light bulbs yeah, yeah and then they did like they did some stuff in post to brighten them up and things like that but like even that was almost all practical um the laser bolts were super cool looking like yep. and really ahead of their time like the the effects of that movie were great and george lucas i think um i have opinions about george lucas too uh but 
I, I don't think that he understood even himself, like what he was making or what he made. Because if you listen to interviews with him now, when he talks about those movies, he talks about it being a completely different thing than it was. And like what he thought he was making is not what he made. Um, he like, he's gone on record a, a few times as saying what he was making was a family soap opera. Yeah. I've um, heard that. and it turned into so much more than that. And oh, so God. I, <laughs> I, I really think that these movies were a hit in spite of him and not necessarily because of him, even though he wrote them and directed them and, right. you know, yeah. but I'm sure there's a lot of situations like that in, in movies where yeah, like I just you, you, you get lucky and say, well, that wasn't what I was going for, but it it turned out great, and who knows, right. everything might have been a flop. So yeah, but oh well, people love it. So um, great, great movies though. So did wait, I tell you I met you... the guy who designed the aesthetics for Yoda in Saint Thomas? Did you really? He has a shop in Saint Thomas. Yeah, he's the guy that he's the guy that made Yoda. Like he has like. Um, he has pictures of him and George Lucas like hanging out doing like the like he like created the puppet and uh, really That's nice so guy. Cool. I've got pictures with I've got pictures on my phone of the place, not of me and him. And here's why, because he was a pretty nice guy. He I mean, that was his one big accomplishment in life. So he was really milking it again. He has a nice shop in St. Thomas, which is a weird spot. Like why you wouldn't be in L.A. Yeah. or whatever. Maybe because he knows there's already tourists out there. It's a good money. It's a good cash cow. And right. um, to the point of. I said, hey, can you mind if I get a picture with you? You know, it's really cool to meet you. And mm. he says, um, I will take a picture with you for $10. And I was like, <laughs> um, so, like there, was nobody, there wasn't like a line of people. Like he just ran the shop yeah. and he was there and it was like his one thing he did. So there's pictures all over. There's like Yodas that he made. And yeah. uh, I was like, I thought he was like joking. He's like, yeah, it'll be 10 bucks though. <laughs> you like, you know, people will say that stuff and you're just like, yeah, right. that's a good one. All right, say cheese. And, like, ha, 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 okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and he did like he he uh, was serious. He said, "I that's how I keep the doors open here, man. You know, I um, you know people make donations or whatever, and and you know if you can donate ten dollars, I'll take a picture with you." What? And, yeah, and I said, you know, I, honestly, I you know I may have donated ten dollars before hearing that because that's just great. Like it, even Casey was like feeling awkward because of how turned off I was to that. Like, I just, like, we just left. I was like, all right, that's cool. See ya. Yeah. And right, uh, so I left. On my way out, I took a picture of, uh, um, I took a picture of some stuff in there. Um, but I, I, yeah, anyways, it, it was cool. It was a really cool experience that, that I wish it had not been tainted by him asking for $10 to, to get a picture yeah, of, sucks. of, like, like, you can take a candid picture of me. But if you would like to be located in the picture with me, it will cost yeah. money. Know, yeah, that sucks. Kind of, I should have just like been like, oh, you know, just pulled my camera up and just snapped it anyways. Just done like a burst of a hundred photos, and like, <laughs> what's he gonna do? Like, one of them would be good. Yeah, at least one. But yeah. anyways, um, or the one where he's like putting his hands around oh. my neck to, yeah, you know, to, to kick me out of his shop for breaking his one rule. Anyways, um, that was cool. That was that was the closest I've ever that looked cool. into the actual world of Star Wars. Then, hmm. um. And that, that Yoda wanna, looked way better to me than CGI Yoda when they tried that out. I man, did not see, that's exactly what I was going to say. I loved Puppet Yoda so much more than yeah. CGI Yoda. I hated, and I, I again, I'm in the vast minority here, but I hated the scene where Yoda was like flipping all over the place. Oh, and like, no. In you're that not lightsaber like, fight. 
Yeah, no, that was that was ridiculous. Like a he's lot got of a, people I talked to loved that scene, and I hated oh, it's it. Awful. He's still oh, walking with a cane, and then he just yeah. all of a sudden like is doing all these little weird little. Fl- it was weird. It was weird. The one, like, it was weird for people that watched it as kids, and Yoda like right. That wasn't who Yoda is. Like, even if it was who Yoda was in his prime, it's not who. It's not what we want to see. Like we want to. No, use our and own he's still old in the prequel trilogy. Exactly. Like, he's still super old. Yeah, man. I like in 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 a being like that, like somebody that lives that long, twenty years is not. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That was he wouldn't he wouldn't have been problem. able to do that twenty years ago, like with a with the longevity like that. Twenty right. years is like. And five, now he can't get through a know? sentence without like coughing because he's on his right. deathbed. Twenty right. years later, I mean, come on. Man, like, the especially oh. the sequence when he's fighting Count Dooku, where he like. He jumps and like bounces off of like three or four different walls, yeah. and then lands exactly where he started. And Count Dooku just kind of watches him bounce around the room. Like, I was like, "What? What even was that? I yeah. Why no, did I you mean, do that?" This is a great time to say that the prequels. I think everybody, every actual Star Wars fan agrees, the prequels were very unnecessary. Like, I will say I, this: anybody who you were going to make a comment to Revenge of the Sith and say you enjoyed it, right? Because that's what everyone no, 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 said. no, no, no. Okay. I was going to say I, I wish. Like, I like the idea of doing prequel movies. Oh, sure. I just wish that they had. I just wish that they had done them better. I don't. I don't think that they were unnecessary. I just think that they were uh, very I, I, poorly well, done. What I mean by unnecessary, I don't mean the prequels themselves. I mean if somebody is going to watch through Star Wars for the first time, oh, okay, just watch okay. four, five, six, seven, and maybe if you get time and you're really bored one day, watch one, two, three. But I don't see yeah. them as. They don't. They don't have the same production value as the even the originals. They don't. Not, I, I just don't. And I still will. You know, I'll turn it on in the background occasionally. Just, but it's so cheesy. Hayden Christensen. I actually like him as an actor in some stuff. Like in Jumper, I enjoy the movie Jumper. Like, yeah, I do too. There's some stuff I like, but um, he man, was bad in those movies, though. It was so cheesy. It was just he so was corny, man. Because it was so much drama that he had to do, and he was not. He didn't yeah. sell it, and it was just. It was really bad. So I, what I wish, for me, have, I don't mind the prequels. Um, I wouldn't even mind if they did a reboot of the prequels, which would be cool. I would um, love that. Which is kind of what they're leaning. That's kind of what they're doing with the, like with even with Rogue One, like they're going back in time now, but they're just doing yeah. a different storyline, which is fine. But um, well, they're bridging they're bridging the gap between A New Hope three and, and or four and five. Yeah, no, yeah. three and three and no, four. No, sorry. Yeah. yeah. They're bridging the gap, which is, but again, what I would say, I I wish I was still using my imagination on one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, Ewan McGregor was cool. I liked him as Obi Wan, but my problem is, I would rather, as a kid growing up, and even as a teenager, whatever, before the prequels came out, I just you always use your you imagine what it was like when Anakin and Obi Wan were fighting together back in the day, and then when he turned yeah. evil, like you imagine the whole struggle, but then. Mm-hmm. That imag- that thought is tainted by Hayden Christensen, like, like, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Lay- Hayden Christensen laying there without arms and legs on fire. Yeah, to me, like, yeah. I don't know, like that's just it, there. Just, there was really weird so many me. laughable moments in those first three movies, and yeah, and they were. I like when when Cecilia and I watched it because before Force Awakens came out, I said we have to at least watch four, five, and six. Like that way, you'll know the story leading into seven. Um, and it'll make a little more sense to you. Like you'll understand, I'm sure some of the references cause I was, I was positive they were going to refer to some stuff. And, um, so we watched four five and six and she was like, well, aren't there more? And I was like, yeah, we don't need to, 
talk about those. Nobody needs nobody yeah. needs those. They don't they don't really inform a whole lot. Um, no, they don't. I just man, like so. Speaking of right, one of the things that I hated again about the prequel trilogy. So maybe we should recap the prequel trilogy just in case anybody's wondering. So yeah. the first episode one, um, we find we find a young Obi Wan um, who is not yet a full Jedi and his trainer Qui Gon Jinn. Uh, are going to negotiate peace between the Trade Federation um, and I don't remember Coruscant, is it? Yeah. Um, and so uh, they're there to facilitate facilitate peace talks um, because the Trade Federation has basically uh, blockaded Coruscant and is preventing any trade or ingoing or outcoming incoming or outgoing ships. Um, and I may be a little fuzzy on some of this because it's been a long time since I saw them. So they go in, uh, big fight. Trade Federation is uh, actually being controlled by dark forces behind the scenes, and they try to kill them. Um, we meet a young Anakin Skywalker because they're transporting the princess off of her planet to safety. They land on Tatooine uh, to take shelter and to be kind of out of the way and hidden. They find a young Anakin Skywalker they rescue him uh, through a very convoluted storyline, but a cool scene of him doing some pod racing. Um, and then they leave there. And then in the next movie, we see a slightly older Anakin Skywalker who is now training to be a Jedi under Obi-Wan's tutelage because Qui-Gon died in the first movie. Uh, and then that's all happening. And you can see that he's conflicted because sand people kill his mother and he has hatred in him, but he's also supposed to be the one that brings balance to the force. And then in the third one, uh, and he's not basically to fall in love. That's the whole, Oh, right. He falls that in was love the whole with, thing with episode two. Amidala. It's all about the conflict of Jedi's aren't supposed to love. But right. he and Padme are falling in love, and and that's yeah. Cool. I said Amidala, not Amidala. Padme, um, yeah. and well, yeah, yeah. So that well, same, same, same. same. But yeah, same, same. Her but name's different. Padme. Yeah. So um, <laughs> if you want to understand why that's different, just watch the movie because it's. I don't. <laughs> it's. I'm still so, fuzzy on all that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's happening. And then in the third movie, um, all that conflict inside of him is is coming to a head because. Uh, he's now secretly married to Padme, um, and they have children on the way. Uh, stuff is brewing in the Senate. Um, it's all very political and convoluted. And then uh, Jar Jar, for some reason, is a senator now. Um, Jar Jar, for some reason, is a character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the the evil emperor, who turns out to be Senator Palpatine, um, manipulates manipulates Anakin. Yes. Woo. Spoiler. Uh, manipulates Anakin and tells him because Anakin has been having these premonitions that Padme is going to die when she gives birth. And so he says, I can tell you how to bring people back from the dead. Uh, all you have to do is kill hundreds of children. And I'll tell you practical. And Anakin thinking. all of a sudden says, yeah, all right, done. He says goes to the Jedi temple. He says, okay. Yeah. Goes to the it. Jedi temple, kills hundreds of children, never learns the secret. Uh, but now he's on the dark side because he killed hundreds of children, uh, fights Obi-Wan, loses all his arms and legs. Um, oh, not before he, ironically, is the reason... The reason that, that Padme Pad- dies yeah, at childbirth. He so injures her crazy. in a rage. Uh, and then ends and up the being movie- kept alive oh, by sorry. the Darth Vader suit. Um, yeah. So there you go. Well, That's and the, the movie three. goes off 
with uh, Padme gives birth. She dies giving birth to her twin children, who right. are Luke oh, and Leia. Who are Luke and Leia, which is why it's weird that Leia was the love interest and kissed Luke several times. In full circle. You just did a full four, circle five, right there. Well right. done. So, <laughs> unintentional, um, but done. Uh, just yeah, see. Luke does kiss his sister, and there's a lot of talk. A couple that. times, I think, right? There's a well, I think there's a couple at least kisses, once. but there's a there's a there's a, a lip lock. And, yeah, there's uh, like a full and, on, and then so yeah, I th- I think what you're about to say about Leia in Return maybe. of the Jedi, where she's <laughs> like, he's like, um, you're my sister, and she's like, I know. Somehow I've always known. Exactly. Well, then why did you tongue kiss your brother? To somehow, make Han jealous. Somehow I've always known. Yeah, well, so the 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 thing is that they wrote it, the the talk again. Luke, the thing that gets me about George Lucas is, and you've already referenced to it, is he tries to. He's like Donald Trump running for president. Like he, right? Like he's good at a lot of things that he does, but then he says some things that are just like, I don't think that's what you. <laughs> he's said like, before. I did that on purpose. <laughs> but no, yeah, he he says that was the plan all along. But I really, truly think if I was a betting man, well, I am sometimes, but if I was betting on this particular thing, right? Um, I never got that phrase, if I was a betting man, because, I mean, you really, I mean, you, you, yeah. anyways, um, <laughs> like FanDuel, you ever play FanDuel? You're a betting man if you play FanDuel, because you you don't true. do sports, so you don't get that reference at all. All right. I, I have been doing more and more of them lately. You've been Cecilia doing more, a good of influence. Sport, more of the sports? I've been doing more and more sports lately. Are you saying that because NBA Finals has been on and it's relevant? No, this? screw that. I'm not. I'm not interested. Nobody I care about is in the NBA Finals. But um, oh, you have been I posting am, about the Cubs lately. I am. I am following baseball more. I did um, see that a couple times. I am probably going to play fantasy football this season. No way. Uh, so good yeah, good for you. Good for yeah. you. Um, but no. So what? I, all that was uh, to say, if I, I would bet that Lucas had no clue that Leia and Luke were going to be brother and sister. I think it was going to be a love triangle situation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was building a family soap opera. He was. and then He it said turned, that. Yeah, and then he says, well, no, it was all along the plan. But then if that's the case, dude, like it's a little weird that you knew they were brother and sister and you had them kiss. Right. It's a little so weird which, that Leia knew that the whole time and, and they kissed. And you had Leia know that the whole time. So yeah. I don't know, man. I think that um, that's always been a, obviously a thing that comes up when people are talking about Star Wars. So I'm glad gross. you covered it. But, it's real um, gross. It's a little gross. Uh, um, you want to know something funny? Going back to the, uh, the, the first episode, right before Luke becomes a Jedi – um, and he's like, I'm supposed to go to the Hachi station to pick up the power converters. You oh, know, yeah. with that, you know, with like the yeah. the super whiny little kid voice, which yeah. he sold pretty well because the transition from that to the last episode is like he's a very different person. Like, yeah, and it's only a few to, years. Like, yeah, it's six years, but he they, he aged like I think it was ten or twelve years. Yeah, yeah. in the storyline. But anyways, um, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I had that backwards. He it was only supposed to be a few years in the movie. But right. It was an actual. T- it doesn't matter. It was a lot of everything. Was, everything was happening very quickly in the movies. Yes, um, but in real yeah. life, he had. So that was part of it. Is a real life maturing process. I mean, he was thirty something when he did the last one. But, um, anyways, uh, the Weekly Planet podcast. Um, they talked about how funny it was. Like, if they did like a, 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 um, gosh, I can't think of words right now. Are hard to come out of my mouth. 
Um, <laughs> if they did like a side story about the guy that runs the the Hachi station, and he has like <laughs> he has like an order for Skywalker on the shelf, and he's like yeah. trying to wrap up the shop. It's like five o'clock. It's closing time, and he's like, "Where is this kid? <laughs> he told me he was coming by today to pick up the power converters." And And it's like, it's like an epic story of him, like trying to deliver these power converters (laughs) and he finds, he finds their house just burned to the ground and uncle Owen and aunt Baru are just burned alive. And he's like, no, he's like, somebody killed my customers. Exactly. Yeah. Fast forward six (laughs) months later, he's making phone calls like, Hey, this is Jeff. This is Jeff at the Hachi station. Just calling to let you know, you never picked up your power converters. I was seeing if you were still interested or, uh, anyways, I thought that was a pretty funny just got a gaping hole in his books and he can't close out his books for the year because they never picked up these dang that would power be a great, converters like, meme if it just showed like a customer log of people picked up their like products and it just said skywalker two power converters and it was unchecked yeah. off like they were never oh man never dude we should make that that would go ah <laughs> oh, that would be so funny it would be a really good it'd be one of those deep ones where you have oh, to really uh you oh, have to really man. stop and think about it for a second but oh, speaking so of great. skywalker um did you know <laughs> I knew this for a long time, actually, but I just read this again on the BuzzFeed uh, uh, site I was on. But did you know that the original last name... Do you know what the original last name was supposed to be? I do. Starkiller. Starkiller. Yeah. Which is referenced in Episode 7. They talk about the Starkiller base. Oh, yeah. You know Mm. what? I never really made that connection, but I know know exactly the the part of the movie you're talking about. But yeah, so that's... there's I'm a lot of stuff that references. I'm glad they changed it. They didn't change it till halfway through filming of A New Hope. But they didn't have to change any scenes because they had not said the name Skywalker up to that point. Right. From the scenes they shot, which is pretty cool. But I'm really It was actually Star- the Star- the original Star- title was supposed to be way different too. Um let me see if I can find it. Starkiller to me just does not sell. And maybe Skywalker like I would say the same thing. I don't know that Starkiller would have gone as far as Skywalker has. Like if Yoda was laying there and was like, "There is another star killer." Is that? <laughs> You're just on it with the impersonations today. Uh, okay, so the original title of Star Wars was supposed to be "Adventures of Luke Starkiller," <laughs> as taken from the journals of the from the Journal of the Wills Saga One, the Star Wars. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. So, again, that is Adventures of Luke Starkiller, as taken from the Journal of the Wills, Saga 1, colon, The Star Wars. Nice. All right, here, I'm going to give you a little beat. Ready? All right, lay it down for me. Adventures of Luke Starkiller, as taken from the... I can't do it. Uh, I felt felt like we maybe could have done something there, but... Yeah, that's wild, man. Well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. We... There's so much to talk about. I really feel like we could go on for, like, just so many things. We could talk so much about this one topic. We're nearing 60 minutes. Yeah. What do you think? Do we want to do, like, a continuance down the road or next week or another time? Or do we want to, I mean, what do you want to, what do you want to do? I think, well, let's, let's, I'll I'll give just a a tiny brief uh, spoiler-free synopsis of, Force Awakens. Okay. And yeah. then we can talk about which Star Wars movies are favorite and why. I think we have the same one. Yeah, um, I'm sure we do. I've already said it a couple times. So the, the Force Awakens is episode seven. It's set uh, real time 30 years 
after the events of Return of the Jedi. Um, and we are uh, brought in at a point where the Trade Federation and the Empire are both gone. And now we have the, uh, what are they calling them? It's not the, the Empire resist- anymore. Resist- the Resistance? First Order? First Order. Yeah. So we've got the First Order and the Resistance, um, who are basically the Empire and the Rebels. Uh, and the First Order is after the same thing that they're always after, uh, galactic it's, yeah, domination. Yeah, it's Star Wars all over again, just with a, a new, more yeah, modern it's, twist. It's basically a new hope um, with updated uh, filmography and, and graphics and special effects and things. Um, still a lot of practical effects, which I really loved. Great uh, Great acting. We've got Oscar Oscar Thank Isaac uh, as Poe Dameron. Movie. Yes, Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron, uh, an X-wing uh, Resistance pilot. We've got um, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as um, she's just a good why actor. Can't, okay? Why can't That's I it? think of her name? Ray. In the movie, Ray. Uh, we've got Who Adam knows? Driver as Kylo Ren, and we've got um, John Boyega. John Boyega. Oh, as, so good! Uh, I gotta go Finn, watch it. I'm watching it. Uh, which was a which was a given name from Poe because his stormtrooper number was FN five yeah. something. And he's like, um, "I'm gonna call you Finn." He's like, "Okay." He's like, "All right, that's my name now." <laughs> and uh, so the it's it really is basically uh, a new hope all over again. Star Wars Episode Four all over again. There are plans for a giant super weapon that the First Order is building. Um, Poe Dameron is trying to get them to uh, the Resistance. Uh, the First Order comes after them. Um, shenanigans ensue. Hitler um, Hitler, Hitler, and crew come after. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, dude, um, man, what's his name? Admiral, Admiral whatever. The, the red-headed guy for the First Order, he's a terrifying character. He was more terrifying he- to me than Kylo Ren was. He is in that one scene when the like the camera angles up and his eyes are all like and he's like making that back, speech kind of, and, and his sp- like he's spitting and yeah, yeah he's it's terrifying. really really good. He's, uh, he's just in something I saw recently, and I was like, that's he was a opposite role, like super nice guy, and I'm like, yeah, it's the huh. dude that scared that I, he kept me from sleeping that one night yeah. after I saw that movie. Yeah, he's a scary dude. He is. Um, so the first order's after it. Uh, shenanigans. Um, epic battle at the end. Um, and there you go. I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, you can't say too much. I mean, you did a great job. Shenanigans sums it up pretty well, but it's yeah, really good. Yeah, and then good. big battle. Um, there, there are a couple uh, reveals. Um, there are some good in the reviews. movie. There are some hints to some future and some past stuff. Yeah, uh, that's more really re- good. More reveals to come. The oh, one criticism oh, I think Lupita no, no, uh, uh, Maz. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Fa- fantastic. She's the new Yoda. She's great. Yeah. Uh, Lupita, um, Lu- what's her name? Lupita Nyong'o. 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 Yeah, I love her. Something She's like that. Awesome. Uh, the one criticism is criticism that this movie has gotten. <laughs> Tell uh, me more, Tell me more. Is, <laughs> criticism um, <laughs> is that it was a new hope all over again. Basically, it's like it's it's yeah. that story cloned, just updated. Uh, and I loved that. Yeah, I didn't I hate that at all. Cool. Um, there was a ton of nods, like even the, the, like the story arc, um, and a lot of the, like the scenes were very reminiscent, um, almost shot for shot of a new hope. There was a lot of new stuff added though. And to me, I think that's exactly what they needed because they lost a lot of goodwill and faith 
in Star Wars by doing the prequel trilogy. Exactly. And I think they needed to get like the back old the Star Wars fans back on board. Yes, and so sir. I think this is exactly what they needed. And so J.J. Abrams, who directed this one, is was saying basically to, to people like you and I, listen, like, we know what you're looking for. These these are the movies you're looking for. And um, we're gonna like we're gonna take care of you, we're gonna do it right. And just to prove it to you, we're gonna give you like all the nostalgia you want, plus some new stuff. You, you know, don't worry about it. I think that's exactly what they needed to do. So yeah. I think they nailed it. J.J. Um, Abrams is not directing the next one, um, but he did work very closely with Lawrence Kasdan, I think uh, is the guy's name, who is directing this one um, to make sure that it was handed off properly yeah. and it's going to go well. No, I so think it's, it's going to be good. Um, so my favorite Star Wars movie is Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back. Uh, A New Hope was good. Return of the Jedi was good. Return of the Jedi has probably some of the best scenes. Yeah, that's what, that's my struggle, man. Is A New Hope as a movie so great, but Return like, of the Jedi and Luke does is, have some good scenes. Yeah, Luke is super crazy powerful um, in Return of the Jedi, which is awesome. But Empire Strikes Back to me is like it's the most um, like the story is the deepest yeah. in that movie oh, because sure, yeah. you've got you've got the like you know in an, after the end of New Hope things are going super well for the rebellion and they're like yeah we've turned the tide and then you realize just how big and menacing the empire is in empire strikes back because they just come and crush the rebel base on hoth yeah. and you're like i don't even i don't know how anybody could you know overcome any of this and you're like this is crazy uh like everything's over you've got luke like they all get split up and then you've got luke goes off to like pursue his training as a jedi and so he's like doing his own thing Han and Leia are off doing their own thing. There's some awesome set pieces and locations in Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Yeah, it was. Um, we find it was out a lot the more about movie. Yeah, we find out a lot more about backstory about all of the characters, Han and some of his backstory with Lando and things he used to do uh, with with Luke and and uh, even like Obi Wan's relation to Yoda and some of that stuff. And then at the very end, that's the big cinematic reveal, possibly probably the biggest one in all of. Uh, cinematic history and even the way they left the movie it was like it was still very you felt very hopeless Mm -hmm. but like there was a glimmer of like okay now people are like everybody's coming back together everybody's learned something well that's why that's the thing I'm dreading about first of all yeah that's that's definitely my favorite I mean that's the one even as a kid that's the one I'd watch on its own more than the other two like I would if I was gonna watch one I'd pick that one but um that's what scares me about the one that's coming up next is I already know that that's, I'm sure they're thinking it's going to be the that it is. It's going to be very deep because we've already established your characters. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of loss and heartbreak and rebuilding. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of that. And then the ending is probably going to leave us on a really unfortunate cliffhanger. Probably just, just it, like, just like empire did. I mean, it leaves mm-hmm. you again with a little bit of hope, but you're kind of like bummed, you know, like, man, which is great if you're seeing it and you can just pop in Return of the Jedi because then you're fine. The problem is, you know, we're not going to have the ability to do that after yeah. this next one. So we'll see. It's going to be at least another couple of years before we see the next one. But yep. yeah, because the first the first, episode four you could watch basically as a standalone movie. Like it had a beginning, middle, and end. Yep. Um, Empire Strikes Back was just kind of a middle. Mm-hmm. Um, it and it was, was really, really good. And then Return of the Jedi continued that and ended 
you know, the story. But, like, it's it's a classic story arc. Like, you introduce the characters and the hero. Uh, you've got your tragedy in the second act. And then the, you know, overcoming the obstacles in the third act and wrapping up the story. So, yeah, episode eight is probably going to be tragic uh, and cliffhangery, But it should be good. I'm very excited. Yeah, I am, too. Very, very excited. So we'll see... We'll see what happens. It's a it's a fun universe, and if you're already part of it, I'm glad we got to have this podcast with you. And if you are not, you should explore it because you should check them out. Check them out and check them out. You're so, living in a you're living in a Star Wars world again. It's not like we're just hmm. talking about movies that came out 40 years ago and they're dead. They are very much alive. Yeah, and it's such an integral part of uh, American culture and like pop culture um, mm-hmm. at this point. It's Indeed. crazy, man. I like I, I can't think of another like people would argue stuff like The Simpsons maybe has been as big a cultural icon as Star Wars, but uh, like there's there's not really too much that can compete with it as far as how much it's permeated our culture. So if you're gonna watch Star Wars and you've never done it before, there are a couple theories on how you would do this. Um, so now that Episode Seven is in the mix. You could go the just the original order in which they were made and released. Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven. No. However, don't do that. However, a lot of people like to say what you should do is episode four, episode one and two. Oh, what are you doing? Episode no. five. No. Episode three, episode six, seven. Please don't do that. Because you're, you're chopping it up a little bit, so you get introduced to Luke in episode four, and you're like, all this stuff happens to Luke, but wait, what's like the backstory for some of that? And so you go back, and you watch episodes one and two, and you're like, yeah, oh, this Anakin guy I, I is pretty it. cool. And then it, you watch just, episode five, no. and you're like, holy crap, Anakin is Darth Vader, that's Luke's dad, what? And then you go no. back to episode three and then you go six seven i'm gonna stand by my theory of if you want to do it four five six seven and if you have time maybe at some point hop on back and do one two three to get a little bit of filler but again for me i in hindsight with the way the prequels turned out i wish i could do four five six seven and leave the rest of my imagination i would have been okay without the existing prequels. Not without prequels. I'm all for them, like I said. But I would have been okay without the existing prequels as they turned out. Because they no, are very I agree. cheesy. To be clear, I don't like episodes 1, 2, and 3. And everybody that I'm telling to go and watch Star Wars, I say skip those, read a synopsis, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, And so... Yeah, reading us. Do you hear that? Yeah, you got some noises. That's on your end. I don't know what the heck that was. It's extraterrestrial activity. It sounded like a dying something. Um, no, I don't like the prequels, and so I tell people to skip those entirely. Read a synopsis. Just go four, five, six, seven. Uh, but that's the theory from some people is that watch yeah. in order because you get you get the whole of the story, and like you're like skipping forward and backward. It's very Quentin Tar- Tarantino, and like you're getting some of the story, yeah. and then you're filling in the backstory for Reading that story. Reading a synopsis, and then on I think when like, you you hit the nail on the head because you can still read the synopsis. Which, it's not great, but it's better than, I think, watching the acting, you know, some of the stuff. 
Like you it's, can still use your imagination. You can do four, yeah. five, six, seven. Read this or do like the way they came out. Watch four, five, six. Read the synopsis for one, two, three, and then watch episode seven, and you're caught up and ready for episode eight. That yeah. might be the winning way to do it. It's if just you, it's disappointing to go back and watch those and see how bad they. Not were to mention it's like good. seven or eight hours of your life that you're dedicating right. to episode one through three. And again, four, five, and six worth it. One through three. If you're a busy person or even a little bit busy, eh, that seven hours might be spent yeah. better somewhere else. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, so one more thing I want to hit on before we before we wrap this up. The lightsaber fights in the prequel trilogy. You a fan? Not a fan? Um, Honestly, man, it's been so long since I've seen the prequels. I own them. I mean, I have them on Blu-ray, but it's been so long since I've seen them. Um, I want to say I'm not a fan. I don't think they stuck out for me as much as... The like the lightsaber fights in five and six to me are just awesome. Like they see, this is own. why, this is why we're friends, Tyler, because I hated, even as I so I must have been a preteen or young teenager when Episode One came out, right? Um, and I remember watching the lightsaber duel between Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul at the end of Episode One. And thinking this is stupid, I hate this so much. Like people yeah, I don't are flipping know, I don't around. There's yeah, like a lot they're of, swinging their lightsabers like with no point. They're just like swinging things exactly. Like, like they're like they're weightless, and that's the thing. Your lightsaber would, if anything, it'd be heavier than what it is 20, 30 years later. Yeah, so, and like the the explanation is that they're so in tune with the force that like. They can do all these crazy things. But the problem yeah. with that is that you've already had three movies that establish a fighting style, which is based on a legitimate, ja- I think, Japanese fighting style. It is. With and and they, went, they went back to it for The Force Awakens, that same right. fighting style, which was so great. I'm glad they did And that. I hated the way they were, like, flipping around and, like, twirling these things. And, like, it's all just very showy. And, like, yeah. to me, like, the, the whole thing about Jedi is they're very, like they use force when force is necessary and Jedi don't seem like the kind of people that would just be like, super showy like power rangers. Yeah. They wouldn't be showy about their fight. Like every exactly. movement has to count for something and they wouldn't expend energy unless it was necessary. And like, you know, and then people are like, well, it's to throw the opponent off, but the opponent is also trained in the use of the force. So they know exactly what's going on. So it's sure. not going to throw anybody off. Yeah. That's a um, good, I've actually not had that conversation before. That's a good point though. And it's, I, to me it was just, it was real stupid. I remember hating those sword fights uh, when I was little and again everybody else I've talked to is like oh they're awesome you're stupid um, but you know what you're stupid dude because you're not on this podcast and I can say whatever I want so oh snap yeah there's to those people so anyway I just wanted to cover that before we took off no I'm glad you um, did anything else so many things but so many things I think we'll come back to it <laughs> we, we have to yeah we're not done yeah. with, we're not done so with this Rogue One comes out this December um December right uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, Star Wars Episode Eight ostensibly comes out December of the following year, 2018. Um, uh, my understanding... Or is, are what, they moving it to summer? Yeah, my understanding that? was that it was going to be coming out in May. You know, I do feel like I read something about that now that you're saying that. Um, unless they changed it and I missed it, which is possible, but I think it's coming out in May. So we are going to get... Um, let's see... Star Wars Episode Eight. Mm. 
so many things, but I'm not seeing when it's supposed to be released. But yeah, I think that it's it's the last I heard is it's coming out in May, and then um, yeah, they I may do they may do another um, filler movie like next well, December. They well, they're doing like a whole anthology of films now. So we've got the like yeah, the, we've got young Han Solo, the Han Solo movie yeah, coming so I think out, that's, and we've got like that's the way they're doing stuff. it, and they're doing it kind of like Marvel's done with their yeah um, with their characters and their universe. So which is pretty yeah. cool. What about Marvel combining their universe with Star Wars? So you have like Captain America and Luke, Captain America I mean, and Luke Skywalker fighting together. They're owned sure by the same. Fanfic- I'm sure there's a ton of fan fiction out there with the Avengers. And, yeah, I don't and, think I would want to see that. Not at all. Too much. It's awful. That's I'm bringing it up as a total joke. Hopefully, it came across that way. Yeah, but I think um, it's too much. <clears throat> I think it's too much. All right, so um, we're you'll get at least two more Star Wars podcasts. This Definitely month. more than two more. Um, we'll but uh, because you know we're gonna we're gonna revisit Star Wars as each of these movies come out and talk about them again because we yeah. love Star Wars. But we do. Um, if this was an introduction for you to Star Wars, we hope that... We spoiled everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything except the newest movie. Correct, yeah. Um, this is an intro to Star Wars. I guess Josh kind of referenced, you know, you've had plenty of time, you didn't see it. However, even knowing what you know, now it it's still something you got to go watch because... Yeah, they're still so worth watching. Um, awesome. Yeah, so... If you haven't seen them, go back and watch them. Uh, if you have seen them, we hope you enjoyed go, go watch them listening again. to us talk about them. You should watch them again. This week. Um, Rogue One is this December. It's going to be awesome. It's the story of how those plans for the Death Star were stolen so that the events of Episode 4 could take place. Uh, so it's going to be real cool. The trailer looks awesome. Um, so that's it. That's the thing about Star Wars. Woo! We did pretty uh, good. The first time very, around. Very, yeah. For round one, it's not bad. Very... Yeah passionate topic for the two of us we kept it pretty relatively short considering yeah. i mean there's a lot to cover um but yeah it was good man good, we did good it good yeah. all right so uh again we're on itunes people finally Woo. finally never gets um, old. it was not us it was them and it has finally been fixed so <laughs> we're on itunes here's the thing uh on itunes just search that um, our, our the, logo is a white background with like the radio waves coming out uh, from the center and there's like a little mic it says here's the thing it's a cool little design um, yeah. you can reach us at facebook.com slash here's the thing cast you can reach us at gmail um, at uh, here's the thing cast at gmail.com uh, you can find us on soundcloud uh, soundcloud.com slash here's the thing cast um, that's all so far uh, but if you've got a topic you want us to cover, if you want to respond to something we said, uh, shoot us a message, uh, either an email or a Facebook message or something. Get a hold of us. We love talking to people. Uh, we had a couple people uh, write in last episode. It was Yay. a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, we like talking to people. So, uh, look us up. So, until next time, um, that's the thing about a thing. Right? The thing with Star Wars. Yeah, and it we was, covered it. And it was great. Uh, yeah, no, right, I thought so, it was good. We crammed a lot in there. I'm excited yeah, about that one. Yeah. All right, hey people. Guys, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Look us up. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.